welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I'm Clint. Welcome back for episode two of this week, Daniel. Two of three during this quote off season. The band, after heavy air quotes, was quote mm. off season. A quote, interlude. Off season. An not interlude. as good of a band name. No. No, that ska band did not last too long. Uh, it did not. Kept playing on the downbeats instead of the, the upbeats. So it's really, it's not, it's not as good. Uh, Hey, welcome to the pod. We're glad you're here. Longtime listeners of the podcast know that Daniel and I take our fandom very serious, but not much else. If you're new to the pod class, podcast, glad you're here. The podcast class. We're well, thinking about we teaching. Are. We're thinking about launching an online educational portal so that you'll be able to log Look. in and take Look. podcasting classes directly. Most clearly, we're qualified to teach said classes. <laughs> Look, there are a few things we're good at. <laughs> fandom is what we are good at. Okay. Yes. Rising head and shoulders to the top of the class, top one percent valedictorians at Fandom University, Correct. Daniel and I, right here. Okay, that's who we're all about. Uh, so, end of list. End of <laughs> period. Uh, so we're glad you're here. Uh, new to the podcast, which by the way, we got a couple of people reaching out to us saying that they were thankful they stumbled across our podcast. We're glad that you were here. But Daniel, if there's a way that people can understand more of who we are, but they wouldn't have to stumble upon this to be a podcast for fans, by fans, not by gurus or insiders or paywall, there should be an easier way. There should be an easier way. Um, you know what that way is? I don't know what it is. Do you know what it is? I'm asking. I'm legitimately asking. Well, you, you can you can give us a rating on iTunes, which would yeah, which would make well, the podcast. <laughs> you know this, that would this make the, it. This was the time of the podcast that you do your thing that you do every single episode. I know. I was I was literally trying to think about how this is the kind of stuff that normal podcasts would edit out. I just want you to know that. But that's not like we're not trying to do that. We would not. We're not trying to do that. Um, I was tr- I was literally sitting here trying to figure out how sending us an email would make it easier for other people to find the podcast because that's normally the first thing I say next. And so, yeah, you know what you could do is if you like the show, you can leave us a rating on uh, Apple Podcasts, leave us a review, and that will help other people find the podcast so they can stumble across it just like you did. You can also uh send out a a tweet into the twitter universe Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. about it you can uh post about it on your on your blog that you started you know about best your grandma's cooking recipes or whatever you've done during the quarantine that doesn't make any sense that no one actually pays attention to uh moral of the story is we're glad that you're here we're fans. You're fans. This episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com and get $10 off your first order by using the promo code Locked On. If you want to email us, it's not going to help anybody else figure out where the podcast is, but it will be a way that you can talk to us. You That's can true. email us at LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at Dogs Podcast. We're glad you're here. Today is Wednesday, and it's kind of become a tradition. I don't know how long this is going to last in the off season. How long do you have to do something before it becomes a tradition? I believe three weeks, and that's well, exactly where we are. <laughs> and we're here. Yep. Uh, it's kind of become a tradition on Wednesdays. We're, we're going to play it, another installment of our favorite new game, This or That. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no theme song to this game, unless you were thinking that there would be a theme song to this game. Well, there's this not one. Price is Right. No, there's no theme song. Um, we couldn't get the rights to it, even if there was. I, I was going to start humming it, but then realized probably not. No, nope. no, no. 
Legal analyst Michael is looking over your shoulder with has, a scolding look his, on his, his face. thumb on the red button, ready to, to mute me. <laughs> ready to disconnect the feed at any moment. Uh, this or that is a simple game where we give you two things. And we and then we choose, if we could only have one of them for UGA football, which one would be the best for the program as a whole? If you could only choose this or that, which one should you choose? Clint, the first, uh, the first this or that I have for you is, um, it has to do with five stars, so you know it doesn't have anything to do with Florida and Dan nope. Mullen. Nope. Oh, wow. Um, it doesn't have to do with three stars, so you know it doesn't have anything to do with Tennessee nope. or Jeremy Pruitt. Um, it's it's the question is this: if you could have annually one five star quarterback on the roster, okay, or all the time have two five star running backs on the mm. roster, Clint, and you can only have one of those two things be guaranteed which one are you choosing all right i'm gonna go ahead and take something out of the equation for myself because this would be the cheat way out of it i'm gonna answer as if this can't be the case i would choose since we're uga uh i mean has has there been a time i mean this year maybe zeus is the only five star uh, yeah, I think. You know, well, was Kendall. Mil- I think Kendall Milton got the fifth star, maybe on one service. But he, he but hit down to four. He had the five on the composite. James Cook. James Cook maybe had it. Had a five, fifth star on one of right. the services as well. Right. So yeah, but the consensus five stars. Zeus, I think, is the only one on the right. roster right now. So uh, UGA will always have five star running backs. Okay, so right. So I could say, well, give me the annual five star quarterback because we're UGA. We have a good chance to do it. I'm going to take that out of the equation just for a moment and instead i'm going to answer this still the same answer it's annually a five-star quarterback but it's not because i'm cheating and saying well uga is going to pull this which may be the case and here's why i think we have seen enough of our history and kirby smart's history um even though he's a defensive-minded coach uh daniel you're a long time uh fan of, of uga for decades uh nick chubb good or bad uh he's good okay one of the best ever in the history of college football do you remember what his composite score coming out of high school was uh i i think it was good but i know for a fact it wasn't as good as keith marshall's hey for example hey uh now this is not to guarantee that the five-star quarterbacks are much better faring when that happens okay i think shea patterson was a five-star at some point in his career all right so right don't hear this and say well there's no guarantee there you're right there's no guarantee but there's a better i have more dice to shoot at uga having a five-star quarterback at all times on the roster than i do doing five-star with running back because a four-star at running back can easily transcend above that if you don't have the arm if you have an a noodle arm a la trask it doesn't matter what you're doing okay like you just you just toast you done you 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 sunk in the water all right so give me the five-star quarterback all day long um was was felipe franks a five-star quarterback by the way I'll, i'll as you answer let me research that uh i he was not he was a four-star quarterback okay. Okay. And, uh, according to 24-7. 
four-star quarterback. Um, I was just about to say, man, I'm about to shoot down this argument with one coloss- like one <laughs> landmine just exactly. explode it and just dang it. Uh, I yeah, I think I think I'm gonna disagree with that. I think I'm gonna take the two five-star running backs because when you've got two five-star running backs, I think um, it takes all the pressure off your four-star quarterback. And all your four-star quarterback has to go out there and do is be okay. I think we've seen in college football, a la Joe Burrow, that in the right system, a non-five-star quarterback can do just fine. He can Mm -hmm. go ahead and get himself right up to the top of college football. Uh, College football is much more about the system than it is about the arm talent uh, across the board always, which is why you see quarterbacks like matt stafford who don't win as many games as they should have in college go number one in the draft because uh, in the nfl it's much more about skill and in the in college quarterback play is much more about the system so give me two five-star running backs take all the pressure off the non-five-star quarterback and um and we'll be good to go that's that's my choice Okay, but Daniel, what if I gave another option of this or that? Would you rather have a protein bar that tasted like gravel glued together? Okay. Okay. Keep going because so far it's going to be hard to beat that one. Uh, Or a protein bar that was not only soft and chewy but delectable like a candy bar. Oh, um, well, I'd probably take the gravel one because that would be the healthy choice. There you go. But what if I told you also the soft and chewy and candy tasting protein bar was the healthier option because it's low in sugar, high in protein, and will help you lose weight and get fit? Is the only reason we started doing this or that as a segment to so we could smoothly transition into Bill Bar ads because <laughs> it's it working really weeks, well. It took three weeks for you to realize what I had what I had planted in there. I just I just slid it's, this right in and it took you three weeks to realize it. It's working really well. Listen, Bill Bar is fantastic. We've been talking to you about it for weeks now. It's a protein bar, it tastes like a candy bar, it's high in fiber, it's high in protein, it's low in sugar, it's low in carbs. Um, it tastes great, it is healthy for you. Um, uh, we have tried how many flavors came in that box? 10? 12? I, I, I want to say 10. We've tried 10 different varieties of this bar. They're all so good that literally not a single one of them was bad. What was the one? There was one that I, I did not have high hopes for the thin mint one. I'm not going to lie to you. I did not have high hopes. I thought a mint tasting protein bar, like this is not going to be right. good. I'll be danged if it didn't taste like a Thin Mint cookie. Clint, Dead on. It's not just what is happening in life where people – science, man. Science. science. I love – got to love it. <laughs> got to love science. You got to love it. Listen, if you want a protein bar that tastes great and that is healthy, go to BillBar.com. Enter the promo code Locked On. You get $10 off your first order. Uh, it'll help us out. It'll help you out. BillBar.com. Locked On for $10 off your first order. The new tradition, which I don't know if that's a thing. You can't say new tradition because a tradition by definition is not new. But we're going to go new tradition or recent tradition, this or that coming up. And Daniel, uh, this or that, you have to choose one for the best interest of UGA. Uh, Would you rather have this, a 60% field goal kicker? Oh. Yep. Or would you rather have that, a punter whose range is 35 yards? Like his max range. Like like when when they say, he got into that one, it's going 35 <laughs> yards. 
we were just talking off the air. This is funny because it's real, guys. Because I'm get, not gonna lie to get you. Ready? We may have both these on our roster next get year. Okay. Ready. <laughs> we have been spoiled rotten by Rex Bex, Rodrigo Blankenship. Okay. How many field goals? How many field goals Oof. will the field goal kicker for UGA miss in the opening game against Virginia? Is it more or less than one and a half? More. More. It's, he will miss. You're saying he will miss. Two. Two will be plus field goals. Correct. Just get ready, Georgia fans. I'm just saying, get ready because the field goals don't always go in. I don't know if you know that. They don't always. When Rodrigo kicked them, they did. But they don't always go in. All right. Let's get back to this or that. Um. This is an easy choice for me. Does a punter put points on the board, Clint? Nope. When a punter kicks the ball, if the scoreboard changes, you have a real problem on your hands. <laughs> it it wasn't good for the special teams unit. Was not great. Kirby is giving somebody an earful on the sideline. Okay, when the field goal kicker runs out there on the field, you need that scoreboard to change, okay? You have put together a drive. Maybe you started with great field position, and you weren't able to get a first down, or you were only able to get one first down. Or maybe you've driven, you've had an 8, 9, 10-play drive, but it's stalled out somewhere. Mm. When the field goal kicker runs out on the field, you need the scoreboard to change. If Mm -hmm. not, it is demoralizing for your team. Almost no matter what the situation, whether it was a longer drive where you moved into field goal range and then missed, or whether it was like a turnover situation, which is almost worse, and then you went three and out, and and then you missed a field goal, and all of a sudden the other team's defense realizes Mm. they didn't give up any points on that. Missing field goals is brutal to a team. Okay, Short punts can be mitigated. You can kick towards the sideline. You can kick it out of bounds. You you're not gonna you're gonna give them better starting field position. But if you have a good defense, then you can play it smart. You can still keep them out of the end zone. You can keep them out of field goal range. Give me the bad punter, and not the bad field goal kicker. That's what I'm. That's what I'm choosing. Uh, look, when you when you give a team that's got a high powered offense a short field, it it's real dicey. You are sweating bullets but when you need i think we are all in love just like baseball how we we like the home run uh we are all in love and we sometimes think well if we don't get a touchdown we're losing this is a loss this drive we need to put we need to put seven on the board which is true in a lot of cases however uh daniel any important games for uga come down to a couple field goal oh no in the last couple of years uh, oh no i just yeah. opened my mouth a little yep. bit yep 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 okay yep. look I do not want to be in that position. You give me this defense. If we're kicking, if we stall out, we get a touchback, we go three and out, we're punting from, you know, 20, 25, 30 yard line or something like that. And you're giving me 35 yards with this defense. I'm good. I'm fine. They're on the other, they're on the other side of the 50. That's, that's, that's what I'm all, talking about. That's all I need. That That's all I need. That's all I need. I need something besides 60% field goal. Wow. 60, 60% field goal, Clint, by the end of the season over under 11 and a half holes in the wall of my den that are approximately the size of my fist <laughs> how many how many uh, refurbished macbook pros can you buy in one year 
because <laughs> because I just threw several at my television set. Right. I'm walking out of Best Buy with a box under each arm because I have I've thrown one thing and another thing, yeah, yep. and it's yeah. not it's not it's not going well. Uh, all right, we have got one more this or that, and this one's positive, Clint. This one's about good I things like happening like at UGA. Good things, you say, Daniel. Clint, here's the situation. You can get with this or you can get with that. Are you going to get with this, which is Nolan Smith at the end of the season, based on his play and the voting public in college football, Nolan Smith is named a first-team All-American. Oh, my. Defensive player. Okay? That is one of the 11 best defensive players in all of college football. Mm. Or you can get with that, Clint, and that is that at the end of the season, based on his play, as voted by the media members, Jamie Newman is a first-team All-SEC quarterback. Would you rather have Jamie Newman be a first-team All-SEC quarterback, which is better for the University of Georgia, or Nolan Smith be a first-team All-American defensive football player uh now i'm assuming um uh jamie newman he could be on an all-american list but he is guaranteed first team all sec so it might be first team all sec but maybe third team all american yeah he might be but the the he's definitely not first team all american this is not like a this is this is where he finishes. This is not like his floor is first team all SEC. Okay. It's yep. like yep. that's where he's going to finish, period. So that's when they list his accolades, that's the one they're gonna name. Let's say that. Okay. Uh well this is hard to swallow because I think the media has a contract that the Alabama quarterback has to be first team all SEC every single year, regardless who it is, Daniel. So that is accurate. And okay. so in this particular case, Paul Feinbaum would have had to have passed away. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So <laughs> not only did he retire, because Paul is Paul is beyond T's and P's to the Feinbaum family. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh no, this one's easy for me. Nolan Smith, I love you. Go go get you go get you a, a paycheck a couple of years from now. Jamie Newman needs to be first team all SEC, Daniel. And and it's not particularly close in my mind. See, I couldn't disagree more. <laughs> For you to say this is not particularly close blows my mind. No, not particularly let me close ex- Let me explain to you the scenario in which Nolan Smith is voted to be a first-team All-American. Okay. Okay? Please I will do. begin... I will begin by listing all of the different possibilities that could happen that would result in him being voted first-team All-American, all right? Possibility number one, Nolan Smith personally records double-digit, probably more like 12 or 13 sacks. Yeah, sack a game. Possibly 15 to 18 tackles for loss on the season, right? Scenario two, it's a trick question. There's only one scenario where he's voted first team All American. Listen, Nolan Smith is not going to be voted first team All American based on good all around play. He doesn't have no. the name recognition. 
He he's not that kind of a brand yet in college football. He can't have a Monty Rice type season and be voted first team All American. He is going to have to explode mm-hmm. onto the scene, a la Roquan Smith, mm-hmm. uh, and and have the kind of a season, a la Jarvis Jones, uh, that that we've seen out of first team All American Georgia players in the past. Uh, if that happens, Clint, how this defense is going to go from very, very good to something the likes of which we haven't seen in a decade, Clint. This team hasn't recorded that many sacks as a unit in years. That's if, true. If Nolan Smith goes out and grabs himself a dozen sacks on the year and gets not, and gets voted first team All American. This defense is going to absolutely be lighting people up. Give me Jamie Newman as a third-team All-SEC quarterback if that happens, and we're still just fine. I, well, I, I, that, that phrase is terrifying. When you say we'll be just fine. I mean with, just fine okay. to win the SEC, make the college football playoff, and make a run of the national uh, championship. I, I That's what think, I mean when I, I say just fine. I don't think that is true at all. I, nice. I'm going to stick with the lady that brought me the dance this whole entire podcast. Our argument for this year is the, the straw that stirs the drink of Georgia is Jamie Newman. And so I need him, not Nolan Smith, to be higher rated in people's eyes. That's If I made this Nicobe Dean, you would have picked it. Well, <laughs> if, just because I made it Nolan Smith, you who's said, my favorite defensive yeah. player, not Nicobe Dean, who's yeah. your favorite defensive player. All you have to do is list two names in any argument to get me on that side. If you say Roquan Smith, and you said Roquan Smith, and I almost just said, yep, I agree with Daniel and Nicobe Dean, yep. that's that's all I need. Um, uh, this it's it's an interesting it's an interesting argument to be made. I think the. We'll talk about this as we move forward into the season, but I'm not sure there's been a, a player in a long time that I've been more anxious to see play football for Georgia than Jamie Newman. Mm. <laughs> I mean, between Todd Monken and mm. Jamie Newman coming in in the same year, I just think there is it's it's almost going to be impossible for me to stomach waiting until September in order to see these guys play on the field uh, because it's going to be a a combination of excitement Mm -hmm. mixed with anxiety, mixed with nervousness, mixed with uh, some, a little bit of bucket mixed in there. Just throw a little bit of, a a little bit of bucket. Uh, It's going to be, it's going to be something uh, to, to anticipate for sure for the entire off season. We got much more to say. Uh, when it comes to that, uh, we've got much more to talk about on Friday's show. We will be back on Friday. Um, we're going to introduce a new segment, a new game called uh, The Biggest Loser, uh, Clint. And it's not about Dan Mullen. So that's, I don't know. I don't know if you know, I don't know if even how we would even put a segment together called The Biggest Loser that's not about Dan Mullen, but somehow we're going to try to do that. So tune back in on Friday, and we'll have more to talk about. If you need more to listen to right now, you can tell your smart device to play Locked On Chad Ford's NBA Big Board, all about the NBA draft, and uh, we'll be back on Friday. <laughs>